Hi friends, I'm Elisa, the founder of Revelation Wellness. You are an answer to our prayers. And now I want to invite you into Body Freedom Reset, five days of healthy and whole living. This five-day reset is totally free. If you're exhausted by the roller coaster of moving between obsessing over your body and your health, or the other extreme of neglecting your body, mind, and soul, I want you to know there is more available to you than what the world offers. We've been there too. We are all subject to loud and frequent messages from the world about what our bodies should look like or be able to do. The dog days of diet culture are over. You don't have to conform to the standards of the world. God has a new message of freedom for you as it relates to your body, and I can't wait to share it with you for five days. Wherever you are on your body journey, this is the place to begin. Hey, Revelation Wellness friends. If you're ready to get off the roller coaster of obsessing or neglecting over your body, the Body Freedom Reset is for you. It's a free five-day reset. No gimmicks. That's not what we're about here. This is a new way that isn't an endless cycle of dieting and shame. Just swipe up on the show notes and get started for free today. As you begin to rev the word with Elisa today, go for a walk, a run, or however you want to move your body. And as you do, we want you to rate and review us in all the places. We'd also invite you to leave a voice message. We listen to every voice message that comes in through the podcast. If you would like to do that, the link is in the show notes. And finally, a big thank you to our donors that make the Revelation Wellness Podcast possible. Now, without further ado, let's dive right in. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, lay. Take a deep breath through the nose. Exhale out the mouth. All right, friend, it is time. Move that good body of yours. Hi, I'm Elisa Keaton, the founder of Revelation Wellness and one of the fitness teacher, gospel preacher, wellness living people that get to come here and encourage you in body, soul, heart, and mind. So let's get moving. One foot in front of the other. If you're so able to use those legs, if not, friend, move whatever you can move. I mean it. Put this on and move however. If you can only move your voice, sing the song, take some deep breath and breathe. Breath, everyone. You know what gives you ability? Your breath. No breath, no life. Wherever there's life, there's ability. And your body is for ability, not vanity. So, let's take a minute to give the Lord thanks. What are you grateful for today? 
do that. Now lift the corners of your mouth. Posture your heart. You just postured your heart in Thanksgiving. Friends, that will shift your state. Your state of mind, your mindset of life and peace. God is on the throne. You know what I'm thankful for? I am thankful. For those of you who last week, you swiped up on the show notes and you became a monthly partner with us. You put gasoline in our tank. Friends, we cannot go if you do not send us. <laughs> and listen, God sends, God calls, but his people, they fund it. And money, money, it's not ours, it's His. It's just energy to do whatever we have stored up in our hearts to do. So if these podcasts, let me just say this, if Revelation Wellness has been a part or is a part of your rhythms and practices, of living in good health as it goes well with your soul? Send us. Go back and listen to last week's podcast. I got real honest about we need you. If you want this podcast and Revelation Wellness to be around, we need you. So thank you. I'm grateful to those who gave. So let's take another deep breath. It's been about four minutes. Scan your body. Where are you feeling the tension? Where are you feeling a little bit of maybe lactic acid? That's it's okay. Listen, a little bit of burn is not pain. It's not comfortable. That's what we do here. We train you. Because in this world, you will have discomfort. In this world, you will have trouble. In this world, you will be tested. Tension. We're here to train you. So you are good under tension because everything grows under tension. Right now, as you move your body against gravity, you are increasing bone density. Yes. Good things are happening because you've decided to move against the force that says, nah, stay back. Stay comfortable. Or you know what else? Just stay in your head. Let's just stay on our phones and look at things, read things, come on. We need to move things. Can I get an amen? So God, we welcome you here as we move our bodies. We want you to move in on us. Say that. Move in on me, God. Come on. <laughs> like Jacob, God, we'll wrestle and not let go until you bless us. <laughs> and Lord, may we be blessed to be a blessing. 
teach us. In Jesus' name, amen. Our scripture for today, our teaching text, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 10, 12 through 13. Moses is talking to the Israelites as they're about to cross into the promised land and he's reminding them of things that they've learned in the wilderness. Verse 12, and now Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep the commandments and statutes of the Lord, which I am commanding you today for your good. This is the word of the Lord. I love how it says those last three words, for your good. <laughs> His commands are for your good. His word is for your good. Oh, he has so much goodness for you. And here's what the world does. The world, your flesh and an enemy, because we do not fight flesh and blood, but an enemy of spiritual dominions and rulers and authorities in the spiritual realm. Fred, I know, come on. If you don't believe there's a spiritual war, none of this will make sense. Now we do not glorify the spiritual battle. We glorify God who is spirit and who is above all seated over all the God who made your body who commanded you into life he wanted you so Moses is encouraging these people live out what you have learned come on y'all they just spent a generation in the wilderness wandering what should have taken less than two weeks to cross over to the promised land took 40 years wandering wandering anyone wandering you're like how much longer friend he's working it out <laughs> he's working it all out and the world your flesh and the enemy that that unholy trinity will do everything it can to get you to live afraid, suspecting God, suspicious that he is not good. He is good. Accelerate just a bit. On a scale of one to 10, move towards a seven, eight, Come on, kick up a little dust. However you're moving, move against the wind. 
Move the air molecules. Break through more me molecules. Come on. Yes. We're not just watching something. We're moving some things. Move. Go ahead and pull back. So at Revelation Wellness, we have a shirt that says, love is greater than fear. We have a lot of shirts. <laughs> we actually put it out there a lot in almost each apparel line. We have a love greater than fear, and it's written like a math equation. Love greater than sign fear. If you are a donor, next time you see us in person at an event, please come get your donor shirt. We'll give you a Love Greater Than Fear shirt. It's yours on us. But here's the deal. What that shirt is actually saying is not just choosing to love is better than fear but choosing God's love is better than the fear of man. Love of God greater than the fear of man. Say that with me. The love of God is greater than the fear of man. 1 John 4.18 says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love which is the love of God, cast out fear. So wherever there is love for God, the fear of man leaves. I'm gonna go quiet. Could you just ask the Holy Spirit to fill you more with the love of God? What does it mean to love God more? You know what it means? Give him more of your fears. Talk to him. What we fear here on earth keeps us distanced from the love of God in heaven. And he wants to bring heaven through earth. That is his will to be done. And so the love of God needs to consume us more and more. And you know what? I know I'm growing in the love of God when I give to him more of my fear. And friends, I wish, I wish I could say I've nailed it. I think this will be the journey of the rest of my life. Driving out fear. Fear has to do with punishment. Fear is part of your flesh, your upbringing. Listen, the reason you maybe have a hard time thinking, feeling, and choosing what is best has to do with fear. You don't want to be ashamed. You don't want to shame someone. 
It's that fear. The love of God is greater than fear. Settle into a nice seven. All right? Had a seven. You can breathe through your nose, a breath or two. It might just feel better to let your mouth rest open, but continue to breathe more through your nose, friend. Come on, filter the air. So our scripture says, and now Israel, what does the Lord God require of you? What does God want of you? Because God is a wanting God, guys. We want, and he has wantings. What does he want? But for us to fear the Lord our God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve him with all our heart and with all our soul. If you're familiar with the greatest commandments, Jesus clears up confusion about the six, over 600 commandments had been made by the time Jesus comes in the flesh. And one day someone asked him, what are the greatest? Could you just make this easier for us? 600 is a lot. And Jesus says, hear this, O Israel. Say it with me if you know it. Hear this, O Israel. Our God is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. So this verse here in the Old Testament is pointing us to the completion of the prophetic word. To fear the Lord our God. Now notice, I want to hone in on today. Fear the Lord your God. The love of God is greater than the fear of man, yes. But listen to me. To love God is to fear God. And to fear God is to love God. He is God. Let all the earth remain silent. Stay a nice seven. Breathe through your nose, relax your shoulders. Can you feel your body right now? Maybe it's your feet and your shoes, your shoulders relaxing, the way your arms swing, the way you grab that weight, whatever you're doing, do it with all your might right now. Because God is one. His love is oneness. It keeps us whole. And you know what the fear of the Lord is? Just to make it real easy. Fear of the Lord is the fear of not being near God, not being with God. And you know in your own ability, you're incapable of being with God. You are incapable of the holiness 
This is why Isaiah, when he has a vision of the Lord, he sees the Lord sitting upon a throne and the train of his robe filled the temple. And he sees seraphim and winged creatures covering their face and their feet. And these winged creatures are calling to one another, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the threshold shook and there was smoke that filled the house. And Isaiah says, woe is me for I am lost, for I am a man or a woman of unclean lips. The fear of the Lord is knowing in humility that you do nothing. You bring nothing to add to God. He's holy. Y'all, we just don't have any real connection with awe, reverence, the kind of <gasps> takes your breath away. Holy Spirit, restore to us the fear of the Lord. That is not we are afraid of God, but we are in awe of God. Give us awe. Give us wonder. Give us awe. Say that. Give us awe. Give me wonder. Now start looking around your environment. What does he want to show you? the Lord your God to love God is to fear God and to fear God is to love God godly fear is not to be afraid listen in Christ you're covered in the blood of Jesus you recognize his son that honors him that's why it's his name yeah that every knee will bow one day when when we all perish, we will hold account of our life. And let me tell you, it'll be Jesus raised up as the standard. And we will be asked, did you honor this one who gave his life for the sins of the world? So if you honor him, listen, you can put your childlike faith in him. Actually, that's, be that. I'll take childlike faith any day over physicist faith. Any day, give me all the kids. Bring me all the kids. Come on. If you have that faith, then you can boldly and confidently approach the throne. So you're not afraid. You know what you are? You're like a kid who comes home from school all sweaty and stinky with his 
soccer clothes and his backpack and you just barge into the house, throw your stuff down, you head straight to the refrigerator and get whatever you want so you can sit down <laughs> and the father can say, how was your day? Tell me all about it. Approach boldly. Tell the father. Tell the father it was a bad day. I got my butt kicked out there. Well, tell him, but this was the best part of my day. You boldly approach. Godly fear is not to be afraid of God, but to be afraid of not being with God. He's beautiful. He's where your life is found. He is father, mother, brother, sister, friend, counselor, nutritionist. He's God. And because you believe in Christ, you are in him and he is in you. Here's what the fear of the Lord is. I have two fun examples for you. One is the most common one I know, and I'm about to watch it come true here in a few weeks. Y'all go ahead and recover. Settle into a seven, six, whatever feels good to you. Every year we take people to the Grand Canyon, something called Rim to Him, it's a fundraiser. I encourage you to sign up for the next year. We train people to cross the Grand Canyon in one day. And it never fails when people approach the Grand Canyon. We take them to this lookout point. These are people from all around the world that come. 50 people every year. And we go to this lookout point the first day we get there because these are people we've never seen. This is a, a wonder of the world. Oh, there it is, awe and wonder. You gotta get around some awe and wonder. Whenever people approach the lookout point, right, it's literally, you're on the end of a cliff with guardrails. Thank God for the guardrails. You know what, if there were no guardrails, I guarantee you, people would not approach as closely. <laughs> because the beauty draws you to it. The awe of it, you want to get closer to it. You guys, it looks fake. It doesn't even look real. People always say that. It looks like a backdrop, it looks like, a, like I'm at Sears getting a photo. <laughs> but that guardrail allows us to approach. You're safe, you're gonna be okay here. Friends, Jesus, <laughs> he's the safety, he's the guardrail. You can approach, you can lean in and let your breath be taken away. You can stand on solid ground 
as you look upon sinking sand. Never fails. And here's the other thing. Friends, you don't approach the Grand Canyon drunk. You better come sober. You better come sober. And if you plan on going into the canyon, into the wonder, you better be prepared. And that's what we do here, friends. We're preparing the bride, making herself ready. The bridegroom is coming. And he's here now. And he says to everyone, marry me, marry me. I'm good, I'm better. And we fall down in awe and wonder. He's so good. We don't deserve it. We don't deserve it. We can't count our own righteous acts. Jesus. And now we can approach. So to fear the Lord is to love the Lord. And to love the Lord is equal to fear. I'm not afraid of the Lord. I'm in awe of the Lord. How about you? Well done, friend. I have one more funny fear of the Lord story for you. My daughter, Sophia, she just went back to college her second year. And her science class that she has to take, it's like the only one she can take. And she's just got to take it to get through, meter credits. <laughs> It's astronomy. Sophia hates space. She hates it. Anyone else? It scares her. It really scares her. She's very tender, my sweet daughter. Much more tender than me. <laughs> I love her so. But she doesn't like it. And so I asked her, I called her after her first day to ask her how her classes went. I said, oh, how did astronomy go? She said, mom, I don't know what I'm gonna do. It scares me. She said, the whole time I was in class, I just wanted to cry. I, I was biting my lip to keep myself from crying. She said, there's something about seeing how big the world is and how tiny I am, it scares me. And I said to her, I said, oh, Sophia, you know what? You know what you are? You are the perfect worshiper. This is your heart of worship, Sophia. The fact that you feel small, it's because God is that big. It's awe, it's wonder. Don't be afraid, Sophia. Don't be afraid. <laughs> Isn't it true though, right? To fear the Lord is to love the Lord. 
and to love the Lord is to fear the Lord. So you know, I started with that love greater than sign fear. In God, love equals fear. And fear equals God. The fear of God keeps us humble, small, and yeah, we don't have to be afraid. See, Sophia, when she sees space, she thinks about her mortality, death. And listen, that's just scary for anyone, I'm sure. But as you mature and grow in the Lord, it doesn't become as scary anymore. And you know who the dangerous people to the enemy and his kingdom are? The people are not afraid of dying for love's sake. Not the ones who will die for terrorist's sake, for control's sake, for the one who says, I love you and I'll die for you. And that is our Jesus. Walk in his ways and love him and serve the Lord with all your heart and all your soul is what Jesus made possible for us to do. Jesus makes us walk straight. Jesus, the Father and the Holy Spirit, before the foundations of the earth were laid, prepared good works for us to walk in. And we walk by the Spirit. The Spirit says, come on up to the guardrail. Come on up, come on up, and come on in. Be sober. Get yourself ready. Come on in. And when I say get yourself ready, it means train. Tell your heart where to go. Tell your soul where to go. Have your hope in God. Nowhere else. Because of the Holy Spirit, we can love Him with all our heart. All our soul. Friends, don't misplace your fear. Put it in the Lord. It's all in God. Our God is one. All your fear and all your love, put it in God. Listen, I'm gonna come back later this week. I'm gonna teach practically to this. But I just wanna put this message in you. To fear the Lord, your God. Fall down on your knees like Isaiah. Woe to me. And then let the blood of Christ lift you up on your feet. And come on in to the awe and the wonder of God. Lord, thank you for this message today. Thank you that you're doing a greater work than these kind of work in us. Take care of your body, God. Provide for her, nourish her, feed her, clothe her, wash her. Make her well and set her free. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, thank you. Again, donors, thank you. You're going to hear me start saying this. I need to remind you, this is a ministry, not a business. And ministry runs on God. God provides, but he provides through his people. So, friend, come on.
if, if this is regular part of your life, you listen to these podcasts and use other parts, you, this is ministry. Take your dollars and destroy hell. Swipe up on the show notes. Hit the link. Text to give. It's all right there at the top of the show notes. We love you. Peace.